Chasing Chickens. This is Dr. Allison, and I am going to talk to you today about my personal experience with feeling pressure on healing myself and healing my chronic illness, and kind of take a deep personal dive and my thoughts on how to manage that. So, I um. If you don't know me, I'm a functional medicine physician. I'm also an Crohn's patient. Technically, I have ulcerative colitis, but they're they're pretty similar. Essentially, my body is attacking my gut because it thinks it's evil and is out to destroy the world. So, you know, if I'm left without a gut, everyone will be saved. <laughs> and I've been struggling with this for a few years now. I finally had it under control, but in February, my insurance switched my medication, and that medication failed. It didn't work as the immunosuppressant. So we tried a different medication, and I made it six weeks in, and technically I have to wait till eight weeks to get the next shot, and I'm like, okay, I'm in a bad place. And I knew the feeling that was in my body, and I said, okay, this feels like... 2020 when I was going to die, like I got two weeks before I'm probably septic again. I'm going to be in the hospital. This is, this is bad, bad news. So luckily I called my GI and they're actually an amazing team and we got blood work done. We got IV and they're like, no, we're going to get your shot done today. So I'm feeling a lot better today. Yesterday was just 12 hours of hell in different offices and getting stuck in shots and all kinds of horrible things. But, you know, that's what it takes to feel better, right? And on my way home, I'm looking at my hands and I'm like, man, my, my, where I had, my hands are the best place for me to get IVs now after all these years of infusions, my veins are just shot and a couple weeks ago, I had to get blood work done. And I'm like, man, my hand still has like this little dot from where I had my blood work a few weeks ago, maybe even like two months ago. And it's actually still kind of sore and like, wow, that's really weird. And oh no, my body's not healing. And okay. And then I immediately went into this, all right, my body's not healing. I got to fix this. I got to make sure I'm getting my vitamins, what, what heals skin, what heals arteries. You know, so it's a copper issue. Is it a vitamin issue? Maybe it's a vitamin. You know, like I ran through a million things in my head. Like, all right, I got to get this back under control. And this was all on the 45-minute drive home from my doctor's office. And I was just spiraling. Like, there's so much pressure to, like, feel better and not be sick and heal. And why is this taking so long? And, oh, no, here's another thing that's wrong. And... Of course, my skin isn't healing when I'm on continual immunosuppressants and my body is shutting down on what feels like a daily basis. And um, it's, it's really hard to not fall into this trap of feeling like I have to feel better for my family. I have to feel better for myself. I have to feel better so I can go to work. And, and you don't want to lose your job. And maybe you're worried or tired of family not understanding and you're like if I could just fix this people would leave me alone or be nicer to me or I could finally do all the things that I want to do like if you're a Crohn's colitis celiac IBS patient I got anything wrong with you got you know you're not leaving your house <laughs> at all I 
had to call my husband home last week and be like, hey, you need to come get the kids from school because I can't trust my body to sit in line. Like, it was to the point where I was absolutely falling apart. So it's painful emotionally because, you know, I, looking at my health and my life, like, this is not where I wanted to be. Like, I take such good care of my health and my life. I'm not supposed to be dependent on a pharmaceutical to stay alive. And man, I read all these other stories of people who are like, oh, I just changed my water filter and I'm cu- I am cured my colitis. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. Also, then uh, you probably didn't have colitis because this, this stuff is pretty serious. And um, so I'm saying all this because I... I hear you and I see you and I I feel the pressures with you of like what's wrong now? How do I fix this now? What what else could I possibly be doing? And I just want to encourage you to just take a step back and maybe you're doing all that you can right now and all that you're one physically, emotionally and financially able to do right now. And that's all you need to be doing. And the rest will take care of itself. Maybe you just need more rest. <laughs> I would encourage you to rest. Uh, absolutely. And to stop judging yourself against what other people are doing, maybe with the same issues that you might be having. You might look at someone else who has, like me, with colitis or rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or cancer or, to, like, wow, they got so much better so much faster. Why Why am I not getting better? Why am I not losing the weight? Why am I perpetually stuck in this cycle? And just know that your experience and your body is totally unique and you can't expect to heal at the same rates in the same ways that other people are healing with the same issues. They don't have the same body. They don't have the same genetics. They don't have the same electricity. They don't have the same nutrition and history and family and stressors that you do. So come back and just be really selfish (laughs) for a minute and just let yourself feel all those feelings as as difficult as they are. Spend time crying and don't be ashamed to cry and feel bad and just really lean into you know, the pity party, give yourself a huge pity party. I did yesterday. I was like, I am, I am at the end mentally. Like this is just too much. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep waiting to see if I'm going to live or not. And it sucks. And sometimes you feel like you're literally hanging on to a thread and that thread is medication. You're like, what the hell, what the hell happened to my life? And then once you have your pity party and you feel everything and you feel release and you feel like, oh, okay, it's out and I cried and then you, you could take a shower and wash your face and feel good again in your body and be like, okay, body, I know that was hard, but I love you. It's going to be okay. We're going to figure this out together. Like, <sighs> we need that release. We need that support within ourselves. And the truth is that, and you probably already know this, but we have to really give that to ourselves. We can't look outside for somebody to uh, help us feel better or navigate this process for us. Like I would have loved, 
you know, when I talk to my husband, he's like, oh, tomorrow you're going to feel better. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. I'm dying. You don't understand. And he's trying to be positive and I'm just like in it, like in so much pain. And so I have to really depend on myself. Not that I can't depend on my husband and not that his positivity is bad, but it's like, like when people don't understand how bad things actually are, it's, you don't, you might not want to hear positivity. So be the person to give that to yourself and like I said, don't don't judge yourself based off of others or how others expect you to heal. Um, and really just this means now you have to learn to advocate for yourself because there's going to be people in your life who are like, oh, you're fine. Oh, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, you're just complaining again. Oh, that's not pain. I'll tell you what pain feels like. And then they tell you their story or horror story. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so... <laughs> This is not the same thing. And also because you need to advocate for yourself at your, your doctor's office. I've had many doctors who just look at me and they're like, I don't know what you want me to do. Maybe you've heard my story, my first episode on here where literally two doctors said, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. Go home. I don't care. You're like, I don't care if I'm going to bankrupt you and put you out on the street. Like those people did not care. Yesterday, my nurse that's in my GI office is like, all right, here's our plan. I'm going to keep you alive. <laughs> We're going to do this, this, and this. If this doesn't work, here's our plan. If this doesn't work, here's our plan. And we have this huge, long plan with all of these backups involved. And so finding yourself, those people, and advocating for yourself through them. There's, there's enough people in this world, MDs, NPs, DCs, DOs, that are going to be able to take care of you. So... Here's my my list, and I felt like, for me, maybe this is just my weird brain. I definitely have a weird brain, but I, I baking lists helps me out a lot, and I want to throw everything that I can at my health, and if you go back and listen to my 10% rule episode, because this is really what's driving me so much in my own healing path, but also for my patients, is that we're not looking for one thing to be curative, right? So just medication in itself, probably not going to be curative. We have to look at everything that we can do. So number one, you don't have to figure out your health alone. Go to Facebook groups. Sometimes they're not all great, but you probably will find a lot of information or like tests you can run or what other people are trying and get some support there look around for functional medicine doctors like me or integrative doctors. There's great medical support out there. And you can find people who are open <laughs> and willing to listen and um, search the terms functional or integrative. And if you don't like somebody, get out of there. You don't have to stay there. And like I told you guys before, I've had doctors who are like, I don't know what else I can do for you. This is your, I'm giving you the best there is, or here's your $10,000 payment plan. Like, no, you don't have to stay there either. Like keep looking around. You don't have to solve everything at once, which is, this is a hard one for me too. And I know it's like overwhelming when all of these things are wrong. So I would say for a general perspective to pick what's most important to you that's bothering you the most. Maybe it's hormones. Maybe it's your headaches. Maybe it's your digestion. Maybe it's, you know, just there's so many things going on, like pick one and start to dive in from that perspective and see what we can find to help you. 
and in that make a list and start doing your research as you're doing, like you're listening to these podcasts and you're reading blogs and you're on these groups and you're like, okay, what can I do? So for me, like one of my categories is like food, of course, what food styles of eating help me feel best. My first, I went vegan and vegetarian and I found out that I'm severely sensitive to oxalates and green veggies. So then I switched to carnivore and I felt so much better and I landed at keto and I feel my best on keto. So I know I have to stay there. So, you know, you try all these different things and cross them out and be like, okay, I tried this and it didn't work and that's okay. And maybe you come back to it later and give it another try or do some more research on it before you dive in. But you have this list, you know, blood sugar, also super important. So food and blood sugar and styles of eating that work best for you, really important. The next one is supplements. God, I know if you opened up my pantry, you'd be like, oh my God, Allison, do you own every single company with every single supplement? Yes. Yes, I do. Because I am willing to try anything and everything. And I definitely experiment on myself to see what's positive, what I have success with. So that way I can come back to my patients and come back to you and be like, yes, I've done this detox. It was horrible, but I felt great. Or it didn't do it. You know, like I have that information as a patient for you as well, but keep a list like, yeah, I tried this at this dosage. It didn't work or I got 10% better. So maybe I need to up it or add a couple things in, but just watch those herbal supplements with autoimmune. Those are really important. Essential oils lists, really important in my life as well. What I do daily for my mental health, my physical health, my digestive health. And you have that as a category fitness and movement. So it used to be lifting weights all the time. And now based off of my health and where I am, it's slow walking and Pilates has changed my life and getting in there. And as I'm healing, throwing in a little bit of light weight lifting has been great. So fitness is a category for brain health, immune health, support like that. Then you're going to have your weird shit list, like uh, energy medicine, the Healy frequency device, um, magnets. Uh, I have my DNA vibe, which is one of my favorite um, tools. It's just a pad, and it gives off ultraviolet light and also magnets and frequencies and healing things like that, and it helps so much with pain and inflammation. I just put that on my belly. What about saunas or IVs or fecal transplants? There's so much. So look into all the weird <laughs> shit and prices and what can you do right now and what's local to you or what can you order, ozone, just make that list. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, we're just going to keep trying different things. Um, the mental health aspect of it, meditation, stress management, so important because we have to get our nervous system healed feeling good, out of fight, flight, freeze, into rest and digest. And whether you do that through body work, um, meditation, using something like the Healy, using supplements or essential oils, brain balance, what, like get your nervous system and your sympathetics on point. Really, really important. Um, I recommend everybody go to therapy trauma recovery. Talk to somebody as you're working through this. This shit is difficult. It's difficult. Okay. Um, and under my therapist list, I also have books <laughs> that I'm reading and like 
how, what's helping there and who's who's helpful as well. I'm going to have a little website with uh, my library attached to it, so that way you can see um, what books that I recommend for healing and recovery and things like that. Another thing would be a list of tests. You might want to do organic acids or the GI map or a nutrition test or a hormone test or something that's specific for you and start making a list of prices or labs that you want to check out and talk to your doctors or whoever you're working with because you might be able to get financial assistance, especially with a lot of these functional labs that their tests can be anywhere from 100 bucks to $1,000 per test. Some labs are willing to give out a handful of financial assistance programs to certain patients in certain offices. So you can ask for that. And list your medical team too. Like, hey, I have a great chiropractor. I have an amazing functional medicine doc. I have a fantastic acupuncturist. I love my primary, but man, I need a new endocrinologist. <laughs> you know, like, okay, so who do you like? Who's working for you? Are they talking to each other? And ask for referrals. That's a huge part of this list. And as you're working through creating what's going to help you the most. And just remember that 10% rule. I don't think I can say it enough that just going out for a walk isn't going to cure you. You already know that. But just taking, there's no one supplement that's going to fix it all. Um, but keep trying and don't give up and ask for help because you aren't alone in this. So um, I'm here for you as well. I, t I understand. And if you want to uh, get a functional medicine consultation with me, get some help from that perspective, or talk about essential oils, schedule with me online and we'll get you taken care of. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with all of our weekly podcasts. And um, we'll see you next time.